to episode 289 of Coffee Pods and Wads. Get.fitter.training to package your coaching in the best possible way. Join Prepared, the training plan, underdogs, and heaps of others with the best uh, coaching platform available. CPWLSKD in all capitals. For money off, lskd.co. Treat yourself. Go on. You deserve it. lskd.co and use CPWLSKD in all capitals. Uh, go Wad. Download it, test your mobility, improve your mobility by doing it daily. It's really that simple. Join.whoop.com forward slash CPW for a discount with the best recovery coach that you didn't know you needed. Monitor your strain, your muscle fatigue, your stress, your sleep, and improve it all with their in-app tips as well. That's join.whoop.com forward slash CPW. Lucy Campbell and Phil Hesketh were live on YouTube on Friday night. Going over the workouts for semi-finals, we also catch up with uh, Lucy on her injury and her recovery prospects and how Walleye are feeling heading to Berlin at the end of the month. Phil is coaching them. Uh, subscribe on YouTube and turn on notifications there and subscribe and turn on notifications here, wherever you're listening now, as it'll be almost daily episodes between now and semifinals uh, finishing up in June. We'll be catching up with athletes from all over the globe in different semifinals. Enjoy, listen, share and tag. Um, okay. Um, so we got uh, Phil and um, Lucy, and we're going to break down um, some of the workouts. So uh, Lucy, I'll be I'll be looking to you for kind of the individual. Well, Phil, obviously, you you were an individual athlete. You coach individuals, but I think Lucy probably brings a, a unique perspective because she's just been there, like at that level, very recently. Um, so you um, you're both involved this year. You're going to Berlin, Lucy, isn't that right? Yeah. And what are you doing there? I'm commentating. Wow. Is that on like the, the official, like the CrossFit feed or are you just bringing like a little uh, recorder yourself? <laughs> just a mini microphone. Um, no, I think it's the official thing. I'll be honest. I don't really know. Like, okay. But regardless, I either do it and I have a good time or I watch it and I have a good time. So yeah, I'm going to have a good time anyway. Um, I think that's hard. Huh? I think that's, that's hard. Like commentating and yeah. Like, yeah but she'll be she'll she won't be like play by play she'd be like the if you were doing this lucy what would you do like she's not going to be the <laughs> i don't know what they call, i don't know the terminology it's play color by play color color yeah color. play by play by play would be like sean or whoever and then she'd be color commentary that's what they call yeah. it where she where she'd be like oh here's where your arms start to blow up and blah 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 and then they're yeah. like wow great insight lucy <laughs> <laughs> even though i've said the worst thing in the world they're like yeah that was really yeah. good and they'll also they'll also call you Lisa Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get your name wrong. Um, so you're you uh, you were all gung ho for you know to to build upon your rookie uh, appearance last year, um, and you've you've had to sit out the season. So what happened? Yeah. So um, I found out that I actually competed last season, the whole of last season, um, on a broken wrist. Um, so yeah, casual. Um, but basically like I we initially just thought it was inflammation so I had a steroid injection didn't really work had another one didn't work went to a different doctor um and he wanted to do a debridement so you basically like keyhole surgery it's pretty simple like get the crap out that's causing the inflammation basically and it was only when he went in that he found that there was actually a fracture um okay but it's really complicated so they can't actually like fix the bone necessarily um like it's basically in like five pieces 
So usually with fractures, you might just like um, stick a pin in it and kind of pull the, keep the bones together and then it will heal. Um, but because there's so many parts, they can't do that. So now there's also no other way that they could fix it that would allow me to carry on doing CrossFit. So they are looking at um, like pain management methods. So on Monday, I've got an appointment to try to decide which nerves they're going to cut. So I reduce the pain sensation in my wrist. Um, so yes, it's intense and very complicated. So your options are to stop, to fix it and stop competing in this sport anyway, or yeah. not fix it, uh, live with the pain or cut the nerves that are transmitting the pain from your wrist to your brain. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and does that affect other things? So, like, say, if you like bang your arm off something, will you not know if those nerves, or if you bur- if you're like standing beside a stove or something? Uh, it, no, they've kind of assured me that it doesn't cause any long term damage. There shouldn't be any negative side effects, and it also doesn't stop me from fixing it once I finish CrossFit. Oh, okay. Um, so the the kind of only solution that they've presented me with that I would see as a kind of viable solution um, would be that I have a 3D print of my other lunate bone and have it inserted. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. That's crazy though. Um, so, so you did the open quarters, semis, and games all with a broken wrist. Yeah. Jeez, Chandler Smith can shut up about his wrist then. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, so uh, that's that's crazy though. Um, so is it was it like just a stress fact, just like repeated abuse, basically, or, or something? No, I think now that I look back on it, there was a clean that I failed. And funnily enough, it is actually on my Instagram from back at that time. Like I failed this lift. I kind of get spat out, hold on to my wrist and then build back up and actually finish at a kind of 97% clean or something like that. But um, I do remember like I then did like a, a snatch maybe a month later or something. And I felt this like crunch in my wrist. Mm. And it was after that, that I was like, oh, this is really quite sore. And so I started to like strap up for um, snatches and things like that a lot more and rely on my wrist wraps for kind of anything overhead and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, at the time it was like, I can carry on doing everything. So, you know, I just, I just thought I'd like hyperextended it or something like that. And what are you able to do now? Are you able to do like gymnastics and stuff? Or are you just doing like legs and cardio kind of? Yeah, kind of legs and cardio. Like since having the surgery, um, the pain has kind of got worse. Um, partly because like, I feel like all of the like forearm and stuff tension that I had that was like holding everything in place because I've had so much time off it now. My mm. forearm, and because of the surgery, my forearm is a is a lot weaker in comparison. So like, um yeah that it's I've pretty much stayed off it a lot of the time and now that we're sort of so close to trying to quote unquote fix it or get as close as we can to fixing it um there's not a huge amount in pushing it because it is quite sore mm. how are your wrists Phil <laughs> yeah they're okay swap mine <laughs> get more sort of 
straining you from typing more than training now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> clicking, <laughs> clicking a pen. <laughs> um, how's uh, walleye uh, prep going? That all going well? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're not all together right now. Um, Sam's over there quite frequently though, isn't he? He's been over there two or three times. Yeah, so he came, obviously they had to come all the time yeah. during the Open and he just stayed the whole time during the Open. And Joshua came in and out for the weekends because he, you know, he has a, a young kid back home and it's a big commitment to, to leave for really long times. They were here for the quarterfinals and then they just both came for like a two-week training camp that, that went really, really well. Hmm. Um, and it, coincidentally, I was also hosting a competition, a four-person team competition. So I asked, like, they tested a lot of the workouts for me. So I asked if, like, they could also kind of compete, but just not. Yeah, I saw that. So they, they did it, but weren't on the leaderboard, basically. Yeah, it? so basically they got the practice of, like, I thought it would be really good for mm. them to get the practice of being on a competition floor and dealing with, you know, they, they acted like they were competing. They had judges. They followed. They had heat times and all that, but they just, their scores didn't go on the leaderboard. Mm. Um, but it was really good for them to like, you know, you learn so many things in a competition that you don't really get from training. Like when the stress levels rise a little bit, you kind of, you need to learn how each person deals with how workouts, when they go good, when they go bad, who needs to talk things over, who needs 10 minutes on their own, Mm. you know, and I think the weekend that was, that was really beneficial to them, um, to get that in, but the training has gone really good. The training that they have been able to do together, I think that um, they're going to be in a really good position to do very, very well at, at semifinals. I'm, I'm very confident that they will go to the games. Um, I hope that they can kind of be in the battle with no shortcuts and Oslo the whole weekend. Hmm. I think that's where they deserve to be. They need to perform at their absolute best to be with those teams. And I think I think that that would be probably their aim for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about two podium contenders in the other two teams. So if you're keeping up with them, as in like games podium contenders. So if you're keeping up with them at semifinals, you're, you're doing good. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely Oslo because they've been two years in a row. They've proven mm-hmm. that they're extremely well-rounded. They have no major holes and weaknesses. No shortcuts look awesome. And I think that they will be really good. Mm-hmm. But they haven't been through a full test you know, and being to a semifinals and that. So there's still, you know, a little bit of unknown around them, but I, I think that they will be, I think it will be Oslo and no shortcuts that are the teams that, that Walleye are trying to, you know, really battle with and stay with. Yeah, there is, there is an aspect to no shortcuts. Like Andre is so kind of mellow and like, he's like, doesn't really give anything away. But um, I've seen clips of them training sit back like before the open and like during the open and stuff. And like, they were like properly amped, like in their he videos, just like fired up, like when he yeah, is, like, like they he were is, like jumping around, and I was like, yeah. re- like you were not going to be able to maintain this for yeah. like six and months. Then he, like puts his game face on, and yeah, you probably though. can't read him, but like he, you know, he gets pretty fired up. Um, they'll be good to watch. I think it'll be really good to watch them. Like, yeah, the, I think the, the, in Europe will be uh, will be entertaining. The did both the teams and the individual. Um, well, look, we'll, we'll go. Uh, we'll go through some of these workouts. Um, you just have to bear with me because I'm doing this on my own. and I'm really shit at doing this. Um, boom, 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 boom. There we go. Is it? Yes. Oh, look at that. Um, all right. So we start with the individuals. So three thousand meter echo bike. 
hand over hand pull, 2,000 meters uh, assault air runner, uh, hand over hand pull, and then 1,000 meter ski, and then hand over hand pull. So I've got a lot of questions about this. <laughs> so hand over hand pull, I was watching, um, so Shut Up and Scribble, um, Taylor Self and J.R. Howell have a new show on Savan's um, channel. And Brian Frame was on them last night. And the same as Taylor was reading it out. And I read it. it the word is, is, you know, like when you read a, a word that's spelt wrong, but your brain corrects it for you and like fills in the gap. Um, that's what I had with hand over hand pull. I did the same thing Taylor did where sled just went in. Like as I was reading it, I was just like hand over hand sled pull. And I just, and then it was only when they said it that I was like, oh shit, it actually doesn't actually say, um, hand, it uh, doesn't actually say sled. Um, so one question is that, what's it actually going to be? And the second question is why or how is the last one like slightly longer? Is that, do you think, is that deliberate because they're looking for people to, do 84, know what that feels like. Do 84, know what that feels like. And then get caught out after the skier and have that extra burn towards the end that it would just be more of a struggle. Um, Lucy, what what were your thoughts when you saw this one? Um, this for me is like, I like the look of this workout just because I am from like a, a traditionally very cardiovascular sport, especially with the like the time domains that we used to do. Um, but like, I do think that that, for me, I I know that everyone loves like not knowing stuff. I bloody hate it. So not knowing what we're pulling, like the emissions of the words and stuff like that does my head in. That's uh, it. Every, every workout has something like that though. Literally. Like they all have something. <laughs> like all of them. We'll go through them all, but like they all have something where you're like, you same thing, you read it, you think it's one thing and then someone else says, but what if it's not that? Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, I never thought of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, like, because I listened to that same like podcast, um, and I do think that the floor will be sticky. Like, I just think that the sled's not really going to move very well. The thing is, as well, like, I obviously in the short time that I've been doing CrossFit, like four years, I've not seen any sled pulls. Like, I've never done a sled pull in a comp or anything like that. Mm. So, I feel like although I'm the I guess current individual Phil actually probably has more experience of the kind of programming that we're seeing at the moment mm. because like this whole these whole set of tests feel just completely different to like anything that I've seen in the last four years. Um, what do you what do you think, Phil? Uh, I mean, overall, like as a workout, I think it's it's very cool. I I like. Would you classify um, this as like old school then, like what Lucy's saying? I guess it is kind of old school because I think that those things like, like the sled pull is like a, it's a very sled. If you've been in, <laughs> we think it is a sled pull or some sort of pulling, you're assuming you're pulling something for the distance. You, yeah. You assume, you assume you're pulling something towards you something fr- across the floor rather than like down or, you know, like over the rig or something because it's for distance. But like one of the, yeah. If you've been in this sport for a while, you'll remember watching like, you know, 2000, I, I can't, if I'm going to the year right or wrong now, 2011 final, um, you know, the, the pictures of the guys like pulling the sled at the mm. end of that. Um, that was like a really cool finish. It was jo- Josh and Rich, wasn't it? I, I they did it as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Spencer Hendel won that workout and then like, uh, yeah, Rich pulling, pulling the sled at the end there. Yeah. It's like it's been around for a really long time, and I, I like that they're bringing those things back 
into a semi-final, like a semi-final setting. And I think, I hope that the surface is like, has enough friction that this does feel heavy and becomes a very important part of the workout and not just a very fast part of the workout. Cause otherwise I don't think the distances of the machines will make a huge, huge, they're not super long distances. Well, the only the only issue with the distance is if someone shits the bed, like just goes out way too hot because they're like, holy shit, I'm at semifinals and there's a crowd and it's loud and they just don't look at their own monitor for a minute or they glance down the line and they're like, that guy's going fast, I better keep up. I definitely think on a two, everyone's going to get off the echo bike about the same. I think if you yeah. get off way, way faster, you, you may have made a mistake or you're extremely, extremely fit. That's the type of mistake you only realize when you sit down yeah. to pull the sled and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> you're looking at how it's going. I think everyone will feel pretty good on the first pull. The runner will definitely start to cause some separation. Like 2,000 meters is definitely enough. Hmm. And it's more kind of then like the recovery after the run hmm. is where a lot of separation will come in. And then like pulling the sled, skiing, and then pulling the sled. Yeah, that's going to be really, nice. really hard, especially if that is a heavy sled then that last, uh, whatever that is, eight minutes of work there of just eight minutes of pure pulling is going to be really difficult at the end of that. And I think it's going to be a really cool one to watch to start the weekend. Like the energy is going to be really high and you're going to see people, like it looks cool when you see sleds overtaking, if it is a sled or whatever it is, if it overtakes another one on the floor, it looks cool to watch. It's fun. The only other thing it could be is those, the torque tanks, you can lock the wheels, can't you? So they go dead straight. I actually not. I've never used a torque tank, actually. Pretty sure there is something where, because I know when they're pushing it, uh, um, you know, like down the track or whatever, a lot of them are kind of turning a little bit. But I, I've, I'm pretty sure I remember someone in commentary saying that they can be locked. That it's like it literally just goes in a dead straight line, no matter what you do. Mm. So I think I, if it was a tank, that there would also be a push, like it would say hand over hand pull, and then, then it would say push because yeah. i think i think you would have to push it back into position where i think if it's a sled they're probably just gonna either like spin it around or just like unclip and clip it in but i think probably just spin it around could they not I just have the like, they, sorry go on could they not just have two ropes like either side so it basically like lengthens out the other side as you're yeah. pulling but i think the reason that the length will be longer is because the last pull will be just like maybe you have so the first one is like a line you'll pull mm -hmm. down the floor the next round you'll pull back towards like the rig and the final oh, and then, round, and then into like the end zone kind of. yeah. line, which is just yeah I, to, to your point as well lucy i think that's fine on paper but like say there's fucking 20 people in a heat in like orlando and you're if you have all these ropes it's like what are the chances that they yeah. all just happen to go in a perfect straight line mm -hmm. um yeah i think sled immediately comes to mind um for that 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 last like that last bit there that's going to be absolutely horrible like the just to, to do the pull then ski and then do the pull again unless you're incredibly adept at skiing and like grip just is not an issue at all that's going to be a shit show i think i do think it'll be interesting to see what kind of happens on the assault runner after that first one because for the people that are like fit enough for the time domain and like not to phase them and for the people that are comfortable with running comfortable on ergs like they'll have had the first poll to kind of assess 
how difficult the pulls are going to be, which basically either means that if you're a good runner and if you're comfortable with running, you can then try and make a move on the runner so that then you know what's coming mm-hmm. and you know that you can like get off and start to make a move. Or like if that first pull has kind of freaked you out a bit, it might be the opposite that actually like that kind of makes you back off a little bit on the runner because you're like, oh shit, that that did not go well. Mm. I don't want to gas myself up too much because I already feel like this getting onto it. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens from there. But like, yeah, the interference for the pull ski pull segment is uh, not going to be fun. Isn't it the classic like race event as well where like you're not going to win it on any one segment, but you could lose it on any one segment. Like you're not, no, no, like you're not going to sprint 2000 meter runner and that's it. It's in the bag, but like you could easily lose it by going slightly too fast or by slowing down too much or like going too fast on one section and needing to slow down too much later on that that's where you lose it really. Yeah. I mean, I think so. So I also think that like the last pole could be where a lot of people lose it or the last ski into the pole could be where a lot of people lose it because if people do have that kind of like you know on the last kilometer all systems go type mentality and then they come onto the pole and it is i mean it's not much longer it's eight foot longer but it's long enough that you know with the interference and everything like that that might kind of tip you over a little bit um Okay, we go. I can't actually see these. <laughs> Is that two? That's two. No. So you're giving them like a, a thumbs up or thumbs down after each one if we're happy with them. Yeah. Well, what do you think of that one? I'm definitely thumbs up for that one. Yeah, I think I it's a good start. I think it's a good start to the weekend. Yeah. I hope it plays out how I think. Like visually, like if they do a good job with the layout on the floor, I think it's a really cool start and a way to make a machine workout exciting. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that um do you think that that's doable and it's I mean they've obviously tested it and stuff but do you think that that's confidently doable for most of the field in half an hour? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um all right, test 2, we'll stick with individuals because I meant to click on test 1 for the teams but I didn't. So here we are. <laughs> um so test 2, so you do uh 3 minutes then rest and you do three rounds of that and it's five ring complexes so toes to ring muscle up ring dip and then 20 single leg squats um and then max burpees over box so again there's language left out like yeah. you have to feel deliberately there's no way that it's vague on purpose like by accident so five ring complex is very straightforward you do your toes to ring muscle up and then at the top of the muscle up you do a dip um and then you come down that's like I can just, I just feel like this, like maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I feel like this is retaliation to people complaining about muscle up reps being questionable and lockout and stuff that there's literally no hiding here. You have to lock out twice because you, if you like, if you don't lock out the muscle up because you're not swinging straight back down. So there's no hiding from it. And then you'll have to lock out obviously on the dip, the language then. So the, the 20 single leg squats, you know, is that the same as the teams where they're doing left and then right? Is it alternating? Um, like, just don't know. Um, usually it's alternating, but it usually says alternating. Mm. Um, and then max burpees over box, like jumps. 
crawl over it, get over it any way you want. Like there's again, just vague. Um, although a lot of people, like I was talking to Keelan Henry last night and he was like, you have to assume it's get over and not jump onto because if you're wearing a rook and he was saying that to his knowledge in the, uh, African semi-final are going to have the phone boxes and he was like that's just asking for trouble because <laughs> like they're so like unsteady the kind of like uh, squishy ones so he was like you'll easy just have people falling over and then into each other's lanes and all that kind of stuff so he was like surely it's just get over it get your hands in it and get over it um what what are your thoughts on this Phil do you want to start us on this one uh I, I think this is a really cool workout I think it's gonna be I think it's going to be really hard. The ring complex, um, I think it's going to be like really taxing, um, especially going into set two and three. The fatigue from the from the burpees, and then trying to hit those sets again. I, I think it's going to be one of those things where there is a few people in each region that can go unbroken for three sets, but yeah. But maximum, just 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 a few people. Like, um, I th- I think what is more likely is that you need to have like a really good strategy on how you're going to break those up to be able to like make sure you get through them. No, no reps, no failed reps, because there's a very high chance of failed reps on the muscle ups with this all the weight being on your back now. Um, and I would imagine that people have less exposure to a rook than they do a weight vest, which would be easier to have some of the weight on your front, some of the weight on your back. Do you know what? I genuinely never pieced together that they'd be wearing the bag for the, for the ring complex as well. In my <laughs> head, they were like doing the ring complex, putting on a bag, doing the squat. Yeah. yeah. That's totally different then. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's totally different then. Cause like that's so your whole center of mass is thrown off. You're like your last, whatever, five years of doing muscle ups. You've probably not done them with a backpack, like a backpack. You've probably mm-hmm. done them. Like you say, with a vest or nothing. One of the things I found, like, cause I, I did a few just to, to see if I could give any advice to, uh, Victor and Camilla, like, especially with the long straps, if they're going to use those, when you, when you do the complex and you, you, you have the three different movements, it really throws off your, your rhythm. And it was actually a little bit difficult to figure out how to not get that swing back and forward. Oh yeah. Going from the, like the big kind of the big swingy toes to ring into the muscle up that you now want to keep. You actually want to re- probably reduce your kip as much as possible. Yeah. Well, you'd probably be better off doing like a strict toes to bar. As strict as yeah, you can. And you kind of muscle up to be like a little bit, not strict, but like very, very tight. So you're not getting too much lean back where mm. the, the weight of the backpack is basically just pulling you back down. So it really does mess with your technique. And you'll see, I think you'll see every week that the scores get better on this just from exposure to that. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see just next week when they've only had one week to practice it, this, like how those... Um, athletes deal with it and then i think it will get better each week but a lot of mistakes i think can be made by people people will want to go unbroken in round one that shouldn't go unbroken Hmm. and they will do it anyway and then go really hard on burpees and i think you can possibly have athletes that don't even get past the muscle ups in in the third set i do think Um, as well sorry the um if you do decide to hold on that's grippy like that's a long time to be hanging on there um and like 
the other thing that I hadn't really looked at properly, but now that I'm seeing it written down, like as many reps as possible in three minutes of, and it's the full workout. It's not for like max reps of the burpees, which means I don't think they're expecting people to get to the last round to get to the burpees on some of the rounds. Like, I think that they're aware that people will not get oh, there. So someone will still get a score for 25. Say, so yeah, zero. I wonder yeah. whether part of the score will be the five plus the 20 and then you kind of add the bonus. Okay, so, so maybe you get like 35 reps in round one and then maybe 25 in the last round or 24 or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you were doing this, so Lucy, if say if you were getting ready for Berlin now, do you do like on a say Monday, do you do right? I'll just test out that, see how it feels. I'll do um I'll do it and I'll alternate my pistol squats and I'll do jumps onto the box and over. And then do you come back another day and say, okay, now this time I won't like, do you test out how, like, how, cause you obviously you don't want to burn out by like constantly because there's so many permutations or so many different ways it can be done. Like, do you just kind of draw a line and say, I'll do it all on one side, knowing that alternating would then be easier. Yeah. I mean, I don't, this might be me being kind of naive with it, but like, it wouldn't really bother me too much that I have to do 10 on one side and then 10 on the other. I think the main yeah. way that it would, like, it's not like it was a Wadapalooza when it was like a silly number of reps <laughs> on one leg and yeah. you're hobbling around. Like 10 and 10 is kind of fine. But I do think that like, you would only really kind of test that if it was unbroken, for instance. So like, you might test a set of 10 unbroken on one side. But again, like because you've got the ruck on, unless you can really replicate that, you still have no idea how it's going to feel on the day. And so yeah. there's going to be a lot of like, you very much have to adapt on the fly because like, I've got no idea where I would get a ruck from if I was to do this workout, if I was properly testing this workout. And I certainly don't know anyone that has them. Not Did you not get one last year in Madison, though? No. Oh, no. I'd be livid. <laughs> but that's the thing. And I think that's the thing that I kind of find frustrating is that you've already kind of got a separation there with, like, not only... Obviously, anyone that has been to an event that has a ruck and they gave you the rucks, you can test this and you get a proper feel of what it's going to feel like. So already the people that have been to those events can actually get a proper feel or get a much better idea of how these things are going to feel. Yeah. Um, the ring complex, especially like, I do think that's going to be, I think a lot of people are going to kind of underestimate that. And maybe it's going to like shit will hit the fan sooner than they're expecting it to when you add a ruck versus a weight vest. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that one then? Is that, are you, are you both enthusiastic about that one? I am definitely. I, I think that's. I think that's a really good test. I think. I think that's a good test to see. People that have the, you know, capacity to go to the people the that own people that own a rook. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I like. I do. Empathize with what Lucy's saying. Where, like, what you're saying is, it's a really good test if everyone has a rook and everyone can see that workout now and has a week with a rook to practice it but it's not a fair test. <clears throat> it's not a fair test if not everyone has a ruck. And like, it's not like a ruck is like 30 quid. They're stupid money for a bag. So like, mm -hmm. um, 
well, don't say everyone is sponsored or anything. That's okay. Um, but the like the cost added to the cost of semifinals, the time frame that you'd need to get a rook in, like it's fine. I mean, I saw John Singleton put up a thing on his story the other day of like five oh, years God. of rooks <laughs> or whatever, and it's like, yeah, that's that's great. Like, and it's you know, you know, I'm not judging him for having them, but it is harsh on other people who aren't belonging to a camp with a steeped history and going to the games who are like, Oh, I, I guess I'll just use my old school bag and hope that the straps hold out and like, just see what happens. Oh, you don't get smacked through the back of the head with the dumbbell that you put in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember I went on a run once with a, a bag <clears throat> with a kettlebell in it. The bottom wow. of my back, oh, my bottom of my back was so badly bruised. Cause it was just like, boom, boom each time i was like i'm better off having them tight or loose i was like all, like <laughs> alternating as i was going um okay so phil you're you're keen on that lucy you're kind of so so yeah i do think i like it in principle and i like it'll, the be, ring I, it'll be good to watch that. yeah yeah but the thing um, that i i also sorry unless it's really like unless you do have people at really obvious different points of the workout let's say like at the end of the three minute window it's kind of the same thing as what happened in uh, Amsterdam where you've not got any idea what reps anyone's on let's say that everyone ends up on the burpee box overs and you just have no idea I don't like, think that long floor that they're going to advance you down the room every 10 reps yeah but even or, then, uh, like, at I, off, I often think with those kind of scenarios what they should do is you know the way uh usually when you're counting down the judge puts up their hand like five four I always think if it's one like this they should just put up their hand and count up so at least you have some chance mm-hmm. of knowing like oh shit they're on seven and yeah. then they've only got three more and they're going to move their box or yeah. move every five or something because you're not going to get that many burpees in surely no. that they could just but, move five like at lowlands we we had to move it every so often i can't remember i think it was 10 and people were doing that but you still kind of didn't know where everyone was and then like yeah obviously unless unless two people like, move theirs at the exact same time you're yeah. like i don't know yeah, and um, that's the thing, like, you could all be in line, but, like, everyone's doing their own reps and they don't know whether, like, we're on the same block of 10, but I'm on seven and someone else is on three and it's, like, not super clear. Um, Chandler's fucking huge, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's so rich. Um, all right, so this one then, um, so in 2018, wasn't it? Um, Barbell Linda was in it was in Berlin as well yeah uh, Barbell Linda was there and now we've got like Dumbbell um, I'm assuming the the deadlifts are a bar are they? and the squatlings are a bar but the bench is a dumbbell yeah, yeah I think so so then um, is it this is going to be slower then than 2018 is that fair i would say yeah. so significantly, significantly like or just i actually think quite a lot yeah. yeah i think you would still have some people that finish maybe the top times are similar yeah but i think there will be more people that don't finish than in 2018 i think the dumbbells are going to be extremely difficult they are heavy. It's, it's just slower as well it's slower to start a set yeah if you want to break up your sets, it's slower. Like if they have to go, if you're going to go down to the floor again. And if you fail a rep and you have like a dumbbell goes bouncing over and then you have like a 
Pat Bowman moment, like chasing the dumbbell <laughs> that's gone flying. I think it's just a lot of like resetting and stuff like that. That like it's faff time. There's zero compensation as well. So if you're benching and you're like, you know, you can kind of do that. Like one side goes up, the other one is kind of chasing. But if you're doing that with dumbbells, it's just going to fall off to the side. Or like you're going to get caught out a lot more for like whatever imbalances or whatever on dumbbell bench than you will on barbell bench as well. Um, this is me speaking like a coach. It's so exciting. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's going to be, it's going to be hectic enough. I think the dumbbells are just going to really throw the cat among the pigeons. I think. Mm. I I like the workout because I think Linda is a good workout, but I kind of wish that because they changed one element, I, I wish that either they kept it the same and we do the we do the retest and we see where everyone is compared to 2018 and we keep it exactly the same, or we change more than just the bench press. So would so you have wanted dumbbells, dumbbells, dumbbells? Maybe not dumbbells, 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 because I, I don't think like you would get dumbbells heavy enough to make the deadlift the same stimulus, but hmm. I don't know, a, a trap bar deadlift into dumbbell bench into sandbag cleans. Okay, yeah. You know, like really, really change it up so a completely different version of Linda or keep it the same and let's use it as comparison. Like the, I think now you're making – the workout in 2018 was already so much about the bench press for a lot of people. Some people it was like just surviving because we had triple three in the morning and a lot of people was really feeling that, especially in the, in the cleans. But almost for everyone it was about – who could get through the bench press. And I think it's even more so about that now yeah. that you have so the deadlifts have so little pressure on them. You can break those up multiple times yeah. and just kind of move through that. If you can hit, if you are someone who's really good at bench press and hits unbroken sets, I, I think you're going to win the workout. And then yeah. singles on the squat cleans. And if you just have a little bit of hustle, and there's a lot, a lot of transitions in this workout, so they will come into play. Um, I remember like watching James Numery in 2018. He's not known for being super strong, but he did very well on on Linda by pacing it out well, and he, he pushed the transitions hard, which ended up actually being a lot of basically shuttle runs up and down the floor, and he ended up doing really, really well. So you can have a few outliers do well, but it's I think it's basically just a dumbbell bench press workout. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm like, yeah. It's it's I'm still really excited to see that one though. It would have a part of me is like if they should like part of me thinks they should have leaned in even heavier. Although it'll only be a surprise once, I guess. So then it's a bit stupid doing that. But if they just said it was Linda and then when they turned up, be like, oh, it's dumbbells. <laughs> like then that's really unfair on week one, and then it's like a piece of piss then for the last week, like for Europe and Asia. They're like, well, we've known this for like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, if you, I you need a a while i think to get it's not just like one of those things okay we do a week of dumbbell bench press and you feel yeah. fine like it's it's really hard like at those weights it's just a little bit lighter than it was the total weight is just a little bit lighter than it was in 2018 on the bench press hmm. but it's considerably harder i think as well like when you look at the workouts that are to come like and even what they've had there with like the test the day before and like the ring dips and stuff like that like stabilizing the dumbbells in that kind of top position it's not like when you kind of unrack a bench press there's a time where you can hold the bar there barbell bench press i mean you can hold the barbell there 
and as long as it's stacked on top of your shoulders, it's kind of okay. Whereas yeah. with the dumbbells, like you don't have that kind of like rest time so much. So if you're like holding it there, contemplating whether or not to break or to go for the next rep, like the pet muscles are just going to be absolutely screaming at you. Mm. But even as you say, it's so quick when you're, you do like whatever you're doing 10, you could do like six and just rack it real quick. Yeah. And like yeah. in the time, in the, if on the barbell bench, you could rack it, sit up, shake out your hands, go back down, unrack it. By that stage on the dumbbells, you're probably just putting the dumbbells on the ground. Do you know, like it's a lot slower to sit up with them, put them down and not have them bounce away or whatever. Yeah. So I think that is between that and the transitions. I think that'll be um, interesting. This one, I've, I, again, ambiguity with uh, verbiage, but I on paper I really like the look of this. Phil, can I just ask, are you drinking a knockoff? No, it's Pepsi Max. I was thinking it's like after 9 p.m. I was, this guy's a psycho. Yeah, um, I'll be a bit much. <laughs> um okay, so four and five back to back. So there's a two-minute rest in between. Um you've got eight hundred meter run. We're assuming that's on the air runner because the air runner is used in workout one. So surely they just wheel them back out for this. It's hardly 800 meters of shuttle runs or like not every venue will also have space to run like on the floor, we'll say like around it or whatever. Um, so we're assuming, I'm assuming anyway, it's on the air runner and then max snatch. Whatever the fuck that means. Is it like there's an empty bar, put whatever plates you want on it. Or is it like the bar is set at 185 125 pounds do as many reps as you can or is it because it says for load is it like put whatever you want on the bar and then do as many reps as you can so if you do 60 kilos for 10 reps that's 600 kilos or is it like do like 200 kilos once and you win or is it like do 185 pounds as many times as you can in the remaining of the six minutes there's three different ways that could be done um and it like all of them are different. All of them are like equally exciting, but I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I think I it's think a one rep max snatch. Yeah. You, th you both think it's a one rep max. I think yeah. the way that it reads like for load and okay. Do you think I it think would say that, accumulated if it was? I think it was, oh yeah. Like, or yeah, for output, like for yeah. would be, or, something. And, or for reps. Like if yeah. it was a set weight, it would say or ma max snatches maybe or something. Yeah, max reps snatches. I don't know. I, I think it's a max, and I think it's it kind of has to be that for it to be at least a bit different to test five. Yeah. Yeah. Like, although I really do like the idea of that. It's just a reversal. Although I suppose you might not get to do more than eight. I suppose. So then it would just be the opposite of itself. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, maybe you get like 15 just... reps done and then you're facing into another eight and then, you know, like that's hard. But yeah, okay. If you have six minutes, you would definitely do more than eight. But like if it was two... I wouldn't. Points, <laughs> it was two 50-point events, I think you could have the same, basically the same thing mirrored. Like you do the run and eight snatches or, or, or max rep snatches at 185, rest and repeat, and it's two 50-point events. But... To have 200 points events and basically the exact same thing just mirrored would be mm. very bizarre, I think. I think mm. even now it's borderline for me. Like, I would kind of hope it was two 50-point events. I think they're similar enough 
that like I think it biases quite hard towards the, the snatch because I, I think that the run in the first one especially doesn't play a huge like a huge factor um, in the second one obviously you're sprinting but if you're assuming that the the stronger which often is associated with being a bit bigger athletes are going to do really well then they can often like also just go hard on a treadmill for 800 meters yeah yeah but do you not think that like i just feel like on the first one i think it's a bit different because i do think that it is going to be a one rep max snatch and so i like no one in their right mind is unless there's a tie break time in which case it might change it a bit but like you wouldn't go all out sprint into a one rep max snatch but I do think that, like, actually on that second one, I just feel like it's more on the run. And I think that, like, it's a 800-meter run, like, you can really blow up on the second 400 if you have just gone full ham on the first 400. And I think that, actually, like, you know, if you if we are looking at people who might have a heavier one rep max, and so that barbell is something that they could touch and go, for instance... They probably have the power to be able to go ham on a 400. But I think that second 400, you know, when you just feel like your legs stop working and like my legs don't feel like they're doing this, they feel like they're doing this now and yeah. they're going sideways. Like, I think that. Well, the thing as well on the air runner is that like move slightly forward or slightly back or and like oh. that's what happens when you get fatigued is that like you start dropping back a bit and stuff. Yeah, I really, I, I hope it's not an air runner. Because I do just think that that completely, like, in terms of the spectacle of the event, imagine how cool it would be. Like, let's say, best case scenario, you have two laps of a 400 meter loop. I think that would be really cool to watch. But, like, because then also, like, if you have tried to game it a little bit, and let's say you've gone singles on the snatches, I think I would go singles on the snatches here. But, like, I'm not, because I can run okay for that distance. Like, I, I could potentially push it. But I, I wouldn't want to put myself at risk of not being able to push it if I tried to hold on touch and go. I just feel like it's one of those things where like you, that's that's going to be very individual to the athlete's strengths and not necessarily all of the field will be doing the same thing. But like, See, I think I think the issue the issue I'd have with I um so I'm I part of me thinks that it's not an air runner because it doesn't say air runner and it does say air runner on the number one. on the first one. Yeah. But then I just can't buy into the belief that all the venues will have a 400 meter loop available to them. Like I'm thinking of the, I saw a floor plan for Africa and like, I really can't see them having a 400 meter. So then it's like, right, well, 200. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, what if it's 195 or you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. it has to be exactly that parameter and they're all in different venues and different, like um, they have different heat number, different numbers in each heat. So then they obviously have a bigger floor and then, you know, like, I think yeah. that's, what's holding me back. I like, he, there's no fucking way he do 800 meters of shut runs after all the shit people. We did it at the games. Yeah. But after all the shit people have given him over the last like 
basically 12 months of being like, we get it. You like shoulder runs. <laughs> like he's surely not going to quadruple down. <laughs> he, like at the age groups, I think that Steve Fawcett doing his mile of shuttle runs in the age group quarterfinals. Then he goes to semifinals and uh, elite and he has to do 800 meters. Runs. I just hope, I just hope for visual sake that it's not an air runner. I think that's yeah. the thing. Like I, I would love to see, like the fight because you know when you're on an air runner you've got no idea what's happening around you really you kind of know yeah. how quickly that person's legs are moving but you can't see the like the monitors and also like there is a massive difference in terms of like if you're talking obviously like on the floor um it running tends to favor slightly smaller athletes right on the whole just when you go on an assault runner that completely switches like as soon as it becomes a machine again that's different mm. I, I still believe that it's not a one rep max snatch mm. I fir- like I, I firmly believe it's not a one rep max what do you think it is I think it's either 185 or 125 pounds do as many as you can or else I think it's an empty bar and plates and you pick your poison. So you can do set the bar at 40 kilos and just keep going till the end and, or set the bar at like 120 and do like three reps. But we, so we're dealing with like, you know, the, they follow the, the level one to a T, right? And if the, if you're talking about the last thing that you spoke about, that's power output. So wouldn't they just say for max power output and then it's a little bit Yeah, but they don't I mean? want they don't want people to know. They don't want everyone saying well, like, oh I bet it's load. this. What you're huh? talking about isn't load. But it's for no, like no. Accum- accumulated load. It's for like like Weird. as in I could do like five hundred kilos and you could do five hundred kilos, but we could both do them in a very different way. I could just do my my one rep max snatch is four hundred and ninety five and then I could just do five. You've done ten times fifty. 50 kilos or I've done like whatever other iteration of that would make 500 kilos but I think saying I think saying max snatch is uh more maybe not in keeping with level one or there you know like the like dot com kind of stuff but I think it's a lot more engaging and exciting than power output because if you see like if if whatever 95 percent of people that follow the sport read power output they'd be like huh <laughs> whereas like if you're a coach or an athlete or someone who's like really into the methodology and stuff you'd be like oh it's obviously do you know what i mean like if i read power output there having not spoken to you i'd be like what the fuck does that mean yeah but like, whereas when i see max snatch <laughs> my brain my brain goes to three places with max snatch it goes like one rep max it goes the bar is set do as many as you can like max reps or it goes to like max you know, whatever way you want to get there, as much weight as you can accumulate as possible. Look, you can both just apologize to me in like <laughs> I will day. apologize. I yeah. if, if it's the output thing where you've got one guy that has like no one would no one would go heavy. You would literally all just put on like you would leave the barbell empty and just do kettlebell swings for the rest of the time. Like Yeah, it's from the Florida. So you can't drop it can't drop an empty barrel and all in there. Um but yeah, I um I'll I'll be, do you know what? I'll be fucking disgusted if it's um if it's if I'm right in like some bizarre land, if I'm right 
and it's not an air runner and they're running around i'd be fucking raging with myself that i went so hard and oh, i think it has to be an air runner i'd be so annoyed if i'm right on that and everyone else is wrong and then i'm I wrong on something that everyone else is right on i feel like the point that you made at the start that they've made a point of saying air runner on the first one and they've not yeah. said air runner on that one i think maybe yeah. well, you could also be reading a bit too much into it because there has been a lot of mistakes yeah. made in like things have been posted early things have been posted with the wrong descriptions like it's not too strange to think that they could have just accidentally for one of the graphics wrote assault runner and one of the others not yeah oh, if they, no if they've if they've look, if, i feel like if they've left something out it's it's deliberate if they've like anything that they've left ambiguous is deliberate i think, think so i definitely think so yeah it's not I would hope it is and it's not them kind of like leaving themselves for, open to for a company to have fucked up so many things in the last like four months to then get the graphics wrong for a workout announcement when it's actually a clean slate and you can undo some of the damage that you've done to then fuck up the graphics. I can't fathom that that would happen, especially after so many people being let go and fired and whatever made redundant. You'd be looking over your shoulder. You'd be like, everything would be triple checked. I can't, I can't okay, but if accept you... that. If you jump, if you think we'll go over this when we go to the teams, but like one of the team workouts says 800 meter run or eight, I don't know if it says, runs, I think it says 800 meter run and one of them says 400 meter sprint. You just run faster. run. 800 meter run, 400 meter run, brackets, faster. Faster than you did the 800. <laughs> yeah. Are you reading into the, the language too much yeah, yeah. or yeah that's know. fair but i think that's part of the fun though as well so nadine uh, is agreeing with you guys that's one of max match so you'll owe me an apology as well nadine um <laughs> all right so um there's a, a fellow fan of uh, lucy um so uh test six um with a very very smug looking mal o'brien um so 20 overhead squats again or ambiguity right so 20 overhead squats fine 500 meter row fine on water or on land no i'm joking <laughs> three three handstand walk pirouettes right i think that the word walk is important there i think if it was just kick up into a handstand spin around in a circle three times in a box it would just say three handstand pirouettes i think the fact that it says three handstand walk pirouettes mean that you kick up you walk to a box, you do a circle, you walk to a box, you do a circle, you walk to a box, you do a circle. Then you're at the rig, you do your handstand push-ups, you do your legless rope climbs, you walk back down with your boxes in between, then you do your 500-meter row, then you do your 20 overhead squats, and then you uh, bow to the adulation of the Germans. Okay. So do you think that the teams are doing it in a circle on one spot then? Because there it says three handstand pirouettes. Yes. Yeah. Because teams are doing it on one spot, and the individuals are doing that. Or is that number three? Or the or the language that being is being used is not being consistent. That's not much. I hope it's I hope it's different, and I hope the language is purposefully different and not just that this is an accidental omission. Well, it's either very very purposeful language, or there's a lot of inconsistencies what workout yeah. is that in the teams workout number three for the teams it says three handstand pirouettes yeah 
not handstand walk pirouettes. And theirs is unbroken single leg squats, leg one. The individuals just said single leg squats. Single leg squats, yeah. I cannot share oh. two things at the same time, so just deal with this that we're going back and forth. <laughs> so 400 meter sprint, 10 double bench press, 15 single leg squats. Okay. Um, yeah, I also think that's important. I think that's a deliberate change in language. And then three handstand pirouettes. I think that's deliberate. I would be very surprised if the teams... I, I think that is potentially a mistake, the handstand pirouettes or the handstand walk pirouettes. Yeah, looking at that, I can't see them not making them walk in between. Like I can't. The same rep scheme, three. I think they'll yeah. be doing the same thing. Yeah, I think there'll be a box. You have to stay inside the box. You can't go outside the box. Yeah. If you do go outside the box, you have to go back to the last start of the last walk. Walk back up to that box, do it. I think I think you'll walk in between, yeah. I think that some of the other things we've talked about with the language, I think is more, maybe more, maybe it's 50, 50. Some things are purposeful and the others are just inconsistencies. Um, do you think on this? So, uh, Nadine says that the, the 500 meter row is silly. Do you think that things like that, that 500 meter row, like, is it, was it that the workout was too short and they couldn't, uh, in testing, maybe they were like, oh, if we add overhead squats, it's too much for the workout. And if we do more legless rope climbs or more handstand walks, it's too much. So we need to add in a bit of interference. Let's just put a thousand meter roll split between the two. Um, I, I feel like it's in there almost to like stop the interference be it's, it's almost a little break in my okay. head. I feel like that's what they've done. It's like, have some kind of overhead fatigue, a mini rest, and then a lot of back-to-back -back quite complex gymnastics. But then like when you come back up or on the way back down, you've then got the 500 meter row again. Like no one, no one is really gonna push that. Yeah, and because yeah. it's like 500 meters, the difference between holding like two minutes versus 155 or 155 versus 150 or whatever it's like the difference is negligible so no one is really going to push that knowing that you've then got 20 overhead squats and people are probably going to break on the overhead squat so there's no point in pushing the row more than what would allow you to basically pick that bar up straight away I feel like if you were coming off the handstand walk parallettes pirouette sorry straight into the overhead squats it's just like it would be too much of the same movement that you people would be doing those overhead squats in twos. Hmm. Imagine the pirouettes run uh, parallels. Just when it, you said the word, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good that that'll surely be in the games. Um, do you like that one? Uh, it's a very, it's a very, very boss workout, isn't it? It is. I've, I think for me personally, it's like almost too big a jump from quarters what we've seen at quarters like quarters okay. the rope pulling was nine rope climbs no legless mm. and now we've gone from nine rope climbs to two seated legless rope climbs i really hope that that's not an l-sit because i feel like that's way too subjective to be included i'd say it's just that you can't jump or that it just it's it's longer and you can't jump i'd say that's the yeah it's just that like so when when they briefed the alpaca event at the games the standard 
there were so many questions there were so many questions plus the fact that there was obviously the weather and everything like that but like the standard was that they said that there was a, a tape a low tape that your feet would have to be off the mat by the time your hands crossed the low tape and then obviously you had to your legs had to be on one side of the rope so you know how you normally like start to swing your legs and when you swing your legs the rope is in between your legs you couldn't do that it basically the rope would have to be down one side of your body and then you had to obviously legless back down Mm. and there were so many questions because we were basically like trying to find the margins of where we could push it was like oh so could I leave my feet and on the floor and like almost stand up until right at the last minute and they were like well no because it wouldn't because they were obviously trying to keep stuff from us they wouldn't tell us how high or low the marker was to be able to give us a decent indication of like oh one test one and three won't be live streamed that's interesting um to give a decent indication of how kind of difficult that first pulling stage would be where it is basically like strict either else it or like tucked up into a ball but like it's just a massive difference for me from what we've seen at quarters like we might have people at semis who can't legless rope climb but is the is the is the 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 thing there to make sure that they don't get through yeah but then they wouldn't get through if it was a legless okay yeah i follow yeah okay like Um, for me those those movements they're games level movements yeah they're not semis level movements yet like Um, had we done them it might be but i'm not sure on that i think i disagree on that i think that these are like in the volume that it's programmed i would say that i would say that it was semi-finals fight 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 (laughs) i think if it had been in higher volume then then maybe i would agree with you but i think four reps in a workout um, depending on what they do with the standard, if, if they do it the way that you said with, um, with the, the rope has to be outside the legs, that is actually quite a lot harder, especially on the descent. Mm. Um, but if it's just a standard, like, okay, you sit on the floor, you, the way we actually did these in a competition recently, uh, the one that I talked about at the start of the, of, the, of the show, and it was just, you start seated, your heels have to be the first thing that come off the floor. And then it's just a legless rope climb. And that was... Yeah extremely easy to judge there was no like tape line that your hands had to go to or anything you could just clearly see yeah. feet do you think do you, do you think they just drop down from the top or come down normally from the top i mean you would if what if you're in this do you think they have to come back down it depends where the rope is like lucid if the rope is on the outside then that actually makes the descent very difficult because you have to really kind of control that descent down especially if there's a certain line that you whatever, have to yeah. come down to um they don't make them they don't make them legglessly climb back down though do you think they don't make them legglessly i think they might really so technically yeah okay right okay that was the standard for the alpaca they wanted us to legless back down i guess then if that would be your marker lucy of are they so if they just do go up then it's applicable as a semi-final if they did up and down at the games last year you'd accept up yeah, I guess so. Um, but like, I do think we never got, like, we never actually tested that. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see. But I do think that, like, this is a this is one of the events where, like, there's a, 
there will be a big difference in terms of men and women and how they tackle this. Mm, and uh, so, yeah, I think that will be interesting to see. Uh, they're not so they're not doing one and three. One and three is that they're the two kind of like longer ones we reckon of Linda and the oh, the run at the start. I, is that, Linda. I mean, they're only live streaming three semifinals anyway. Surely they just live stream all of the three that they're doing. Oh, for fuck's sake. But also, that's so weird because, like, why wouldn't you? Maybe they don't like odd numbers, but they're doing five. <laughs> um, like it, I wonder, is it because um, because they're longer and maybe more monotonous to look at for someone who isn't like, oh, what's that? You know, like someone who isn't big into the sport would be. Yeah, but then they just wouldn't watch. I suppose, that, yeah, because it's not as if it's going on ESPN. It's just on YouTube. No. Um, of all of the tests on the secondary comp floor won't be live streamed. All right, so they're setting up a floor and they're just obviously not bothering to set up the other floor then. Um, okay, okay well, so that's how they're getting the volume of athletes through the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Sense. It's just a shame that I'm to watch. Yeah, I wanted to watch Linda. I wanted to see how people dealt with those dumbbells and like any kind of dramas on that sense. Yeah, you'll be in Berlin, I guess you can see it there. That's very true. I got that. <laughs> um, that's at the end, though. You won't have seen any of their uh, shenanigans. Um, <laughs> very proud I fit that word in. Um, all right, test seven. Last one with the individuals then. Three rounds for time, six-minute cap. So this is just like flat out. Uh, 15 echo bike calories. 20 toes to bear, 60 foot sandbag, bear hug carry. I guess the first question that comes to mind on this is, will they have watched Rogue and be like, right, what are we going to say when they get to the line? Are they yeah. allowed to just kind of like swan dive across it? Or do they have to show control carry it across it? That's the that's the only real question I have about this workout. Honestly, that was like one of my main concerns. Like, I hope that they have really thought about that because... Like your feet have to clear the line or something. Well, yeah, and it's exciting. And also what happens if that isn't the case? Yeah. Like what happens if someone does trip and fall? Do you just like laugh and let them finish? Because like, as exciting as Rogue was, there was a lot of reps that shouldn't have been allowed. And like it was a spectacle and it was one of my favourite events to, to, to watch at Rogue. Mm. But like in terms of the standards that should have been hit, there wasn't for a lot of the like most exciting finishes. And I think this is going to be the thing, like games placer on the line. So people probably are going to launch. I hope that they just like the, the bag has to pass the line so that then people can just like face plant. Yeah. And... Once they say, I don't, I don't really care what the standard is. Once they just say that, okay. Cause in rogue, it was like, Oh, is that all right? Or not all right. Yeah. Whereas if they just say like, fuck it. Once the bag clears, line we don't care what you do because then as you say it's like kill or be killed this is your last event or test whatever sorry buzz this is your last test so then it's like just literally dive for the ticket like give everything i'm thinking of you and lowlands lucy where it was like coming down yeah. the wire and then you have this is your last one you're like throwing your body on the like literally throwing your body across the line to get that ticket, I think that would that would be exciting. Uh yeah, what do you think about that? That it's echo bike, echo bike. Um, which also begs the question if it's if it's air runner, air runner, it's a similar kind of you know. Um I I don't it doesn't I quite like echo bikes so on bias, but like I 
for me in that first one, I think it's, I don't feel like it's going to be a massive differentiator. Like Phil said, I think a lot of people are going to get up, get off at a similar time on that one. I think this one is actually like where the echo bike comes into it a little bit more. Well, it's a classic. It's like Fikowski, whatever, two years ago in Madison or Newbury that time with the, like the air bike an air bike is more like, yeah, when someone's sending it than a C2 bike, you know, like, it's just more like you get to see like the, you know, the arms flying, if they've got hair, it's swinging around. Like it's more like spectators, uh, spectacly than like, Oh, that guy's standing up slightly on his C2 bike. Like it's more, I don't know. I just find it more cinematic or something to look at. I think actually the echo bike is a, like probably maybe even the biggest part of this workout where it's like the smallest part of the first workout, like, you because it's such a small number here like it tempts you to go because yep. 20 toes to bar for the best athletes especially the ones that are trying to get games tickets like that is going to be unbroken for three sets even fatigue yep. at the end of the weekend like that is probably going to be what's in their head like i need to go unbroken the 60 foot carry they're going to want to go unbroken so it's like how do i gain an advantage and that's by going hard on the bike and i think a six minute time cap kind of shows that intention that, okay you have to go go hard like it, it's push it's pushing you to do that so i think the echo bike is fine to use twice when it's in such a different setting to the the first time they used it i think with the, the sandbag uh thing with the finish line with it being the same distance 60 foot all three rounds maybe they're not even going to the finish line because they wouldn't want to set off the if it's like i don't know if they're going 60 and then next round another 60 and then next round another 60 you need a pretty long competition floor then, or if they're going to go 60 and then next round they come back and then final round they go to the finish line. And then you've got an element of running. Have the, the drop line a few meters before the finish line. So you drop and then you run and your chip timer gets done at the finish line. I think the thing with Rogue is that they had the finish line was where you dropped the bag. So that's yeah. why you have people going over the line and it's very anticlimactic then to be like, oh, actually it was a no rep. We're going to take you back. Yeah. Like just get rid of the standards like okay the bag and you have to get over the line and then you have to get to the finish line yeah i actually agree with uh brian here the test one should have started and ended with the skier or started with a run so you have people you have that thing of like uh oh like that guy went out way too hot you know like having a machine i like i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i just think i think uh skiing pulling but maybe they tested that and it was just too hard. Like, you know, that's the other side of it that we don't know, I guess, because Boz was too afraid to come on before semifinals. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Is there anyone, I'm putting you both in the spot a bit here, but is there anyone that springs to mind that's in the, uh, that's in contention for a game spot or that you would have had as in contention for a game spot in any of the semifinals this year, when you look at that testing that you're like, oh shit, like they actually are in trouble. I don't oh. think I've looked at the field of athletes enough and the workouts at the same time to really. I also wouldn't want to, I, think, I wouldn't want to comment on that. <laughs> I think the bench press is going to really like make or break some people's weekends. I, I think there will be people that you don't because it's a quite an unknown element it hasn't been tested that heavy with the dumbbells like i think that and the the ring complex are going to be the two yeah that, okay, that yeah, your maybe. classic like games athlete 
but I think you're looking, at, you're looking at them not being able to do something and you're like what's wrong with them you know like that it doesn't compute because mm. of how good they always are I think the, the I think for me the bench press is when you'll see like you're like wow I didn't know that that person would struggle so much with the bench press and it would be a big like shock moment I think you'll have which is kind of a shame why they're not live streaming because I think there will be some of the biggest shock moments in that workout where you're like wow that person just really dug themselves a hole or wow that person just made a huge jump for a games ticket hmm. it's almost like they should uh consult with like brian friend or someone and try and get some insights into what would trend well with people but they just refuse to look for outside help so there we are um okay my uh passive aggressive whispering aside uh so teams um test one four rounds for time one member at each station so one member is doing a two and a half a male i assume is doing a two and a half k echo bike and a female is doing a 2k echo bike one sorry if you're a girl you're doing 2k but there was only one at that station okay 800 meter run another person bear hug sandbag hold another person 150 double unders another person and then you swap each round i'm assuming the handbag or this the bear hug sandbag hold has to be for the duration like how does that work if you drop it everyone stops like what's the yeah i mean that's what we're assuming that if you drop it like everyone has to stop what they're doing it would be kind of weird if not that's like the that was like the one at um strength and depth last year remember where someone was doing double unders and if they stopped the tandem row had to stop or something it was like it wasn't doesn't it like it no i think that was a games one handstand hold yeah oh yeah handstand hold but yeah, that where it was like, that was, a, I'm pretty sure that was a strength and death. Maybe I'm wrong. But where like, there was a lot of like, no, no, stop. No, you go now. And now you start. And there was a lot of this. So like, I can, that's going to be pretty tricky if there's four people and you're watching one person holding something. Yeah, I think it's quite hard for the judges like to watch yeah. so many people. And um, like, oh, you guys keep talking about this. I'm going to go for a wee. So you guys keep talking about this. Phil, you can, um, <laughs> you can pretend you're a host for a minute. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but like the thing for me here is like if you look at the the times that it takes to do all those things, obviously, mm-hmm. like especially the run, I would say is the run the echo bike might be kind of pretty similar, but let's say the run you go really hard, like three that's around three minutes, but you go in hard then. So let's yeah, take that a little bit. Let's say three twenty. That is not comparable in any way to 150 double unders. No, so I don't know but I think. Like... Sorry, I wonder whether there's a curveball on the double unders. Like, is yeah. it like a heavy rope double under or something like that? I mean, you almost have to assume that either it's, um, it is like that, like a, a heavy rope or a drag rope, or it's kind of like what you talked about with the rowing, that it's intentionally um like almost a rest station yeah like not that you're saying the rowing was a complete rest in that other workout but it's like maybe that would be a way someone wouldn't think about a workout that oh this rowing is not hard enough maybe it's potentially um intentionally supposed to be a, a small rest period while you're still moving and maybe the double unders is the same thing here like is it supposed to be an easier station because you're going to get maybe 90 seconds of rest yeah mm-hmm. Or is it a drag rope and it's now the hardest thing there? Like, yeah. I don't know. 
So that yeah. would be really interesting for me because it just doesn't seem to add up time-wise with the other stations. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I even want like I even don't feel like a two k echo bike and an eight hundred meter run add up. Like for me, a two k echo bike is significantly faster than an eight hundred meter run. Yeah, the run seems to be like the longest. The run is the longest bit by a mile. Do you think that that bear hugger has to like until the last person stops, or like is it like oh I'm finished my double unders, you can drop the bike? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, a, I mean, you, I don't know. Is an, Philip, when you are an expert on a panel, I don't know is not an exceptional answer. <laughs> I don't know. Stake your claim. Yeah. You, just, you just pretend you know. I would um, assume that you have to hold, like, I would think that they would make it so that they want all of these things to, like, last about the time, but maybe not. Oh, yeah, uh, until like, every, until everyone gets back. If you look at the language, this is 800 meter run, same as the individuals have an 800 meter run, not assault run. So if they are doing, if they are able to do not assault running, this would then not be. Yeah. yeah. But then that's slower again, isn't it? No, I would say it's fast. It depends, like getting in and out of your lane, like yeah, okay, around yeah. your, maybe that slows it down a little. But I would say if you're not on a machine you would probably go faster than on the machine okay okay i clicked the wrong button there i'm sorry uh do you like that workout i think so like i kind of wish it was more worm cleans i think that 10 each yeah. round not that much so i kind of wish it was more like 15 uh to get the total volume up to more, you know, like 60 rather than 40 but i think it's mm. uh a decent starts the weekend i think if the the sandbag if it has to be held for the whole time that that is going to be a huge limiter especially for i think for the boys more so holding the 90 kilo bag whilst um let's say your female athlete runs a 330 800 or something like that's a long time to hold the bag yeah. or if you're last if you're last on the sandbag yeah, yeah i think that will become a huge that would become a huge factor of the workout like you've done your echo bike, you've done your run, you've done your double unders, you've done 30 worm cleaning jerks, and then you you're having to pick up a fucking sandbag and hold it. Yeah. I would surely, I, I feel like that would be the hardest part of the workout for me, definitely. Hmm. I think as well, like imagine if it is, so let's say it is an assault runner and you can only work when the sandbag is being held or something like that. Like you could just, if you can see that someone is going to drop it and you can get really like, it's quite clear. Who's to say, like, how do they actively stop you running when that bag is dropped? You know what I mean? You just run a little bit faster until the bag actually drops the floor. And then you kind of drive your foot back. So the assault runner still carries on for a little bit. I yeah. just feel like there's too many things that you could kind of, but same um, if it's if it's a run around the track. What are yeah, you going to do? Like, run, exactly. run after the person and be like, stop, stop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything. It's like, and the judge in lane four has rugby tackled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a good few questions there. And like, the, the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking you obviously, maybe you have to hold it for a certain amount of time, accumulated time. And the, their judge yeah. is just standing there with a stopwatch saying, okay, you've hit 40 seconds, you can stop. Or you've hit 90 seconds, you can stop. 
well, Ben said, I guess it's paired with the dubs, which means that it then would be a lot easier to control because if they are kind of... Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then you've got one judge that's counting the reps and then, you know, you can kind of see that quite clearly. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one. This is so clunky. Fucking hell. You have to... So I can't just... Like, I can't uh, ask... To, no, no point explaining it. Um, all right. Three synchro muscle-ups. As many rounds as possible. Three synchro muscle-ups. One partner on the rings and one on the bar. Five synchro thrusters. One pair works while the other rests and switch. And you add two muscle-ups and five thrusters. So it'll be three and five. And then five and ten. And then seven, uh, seven and 15 fucking hell my math fell apart really quickly there but yeah you get the <laughs> you get the idea um i there's just there's too many no i'm looking at 15 3 1 1 5 and then i'm like what am i adding two to um okay so it's uh three three five seven nine etc of muscle ups and five ten fifteen twenty etc of thrusters 15 minutes what are we getting up to there phil do you think uh like the, I think the best teams will be in the 35s. So they'll be on 15, uh, 15 muscle-ups. Muscle-ups, yeah. And 35 thrusters. I'm glad you said that because I was like, 35 muscle-ups? Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, yeah. Um, all right. So that's... Uh, yeah, okay. That's It's going to be hectic enough. The five synchro thrusters... It's just the two working on the thrusters at the time, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So then, because four thrusters yeah, would be a so bit it's of interval a based. Nightmare. So you always get like one to one work to rest, yeah. and then that is that work period is obviously getting bigger. The rest period is getting bigger. Do you like that? I one? like this. I yeah. think I kind of think that the individuals are missing something of, of this kind of feeling. But is the, is the one that they have? I know you're not building up the rest, but is the one that they have not the three, three minutes rest, three minutes rest. Well, it is, but I feel like that is so heavily skill. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a skill bias. They've got the additional weight on the backs. So they're gonna have to break up, like, break up those muscle ups like much earlier than they would if it was like just a straight muscle up and thruster. You know, if that workout is like muscle ups and thrusters and burpees over the box. Just you know, like a straight pain cave kind of workout, like this one is. I don't know if the individuals have that. Like, obviously, they're all gonna hurt. You are gonna be. I'm. I'm definitely not saying you're not gonna be hurting, but like, I think this is like, this hits really hard. I think. Do you not think the the snatch into the 800 is gonna be absolute pain cave? It, it is, but it's... The snatch for load, is it? The... One time, it's very heavy. So, if yes, if you're really strong, you can move through that really fast. But it's not like a, a CrossFit, like a couplet no, of movements. Yeah. Like, you know, ascending yeah. rep scheme, it's getting harder every round. Yeah. You know, yeah. a bit more sort of, quote-unquote, classic. That's true. Is there any, like, actual 21.59 or anything in any of these? No. Hmm. That this Madison, is another I guess. One, sorry that that sorry. test you know, is another one where it's like you're not really going to have any idea what anyone's on like as a spectator yeah you'll have to kind of count yourself 
you'd have yeah. to be like okay they're on their third round or what you know like the first pair are back or whatever yeah unless there is I mean, some to way be fair, to be fair when crossfit run events did you, did you do regionals 2018 lucy no i, I no, no. So you, you're more recent than that right so when they run events before like they do a good job of like the floor plans and yeah. like they have big numbers on like if they do it like they used to like it'll say on the floor it'll say five it'll say ten yeah say i reckon yeah. i reckon it's throw, the throw way down the floor. Yeah. So when you're stood on top of that number the crowd knows what reps you're doing yeah but if they do it like that like it should be visually better than it has been for the last few years because those sorts of things they i think they cost a lot of money hmm. which is yeah. why it's difficult for competitions to do those things but hopefully they go back to doing it in the way that they used to where it was visually a little bit easier to follow yeah. i remember watching was it syndicate or mac and watching i started watching a team event and i like basically had it fit where i was like watching so many different things at once and i didn't know who anyone was or where anyone was and it's just i think everyone's doing burpees over the worm or something and then moving the worm and then doing burpees over the worm again but I was like, I, my head is going to explode just trying to figure out who's in what lane and what team is which. So mm-hmm. I do hope that they um, kind of factor that in when they're doing this. Um, okay, we kind of touched on this one earlier on. So uh, you've got a 400 meter run faster than the 800 meter. Then you've got uh, 10 dumbbell bench press, um, about 30 kilos and about 40-ish, 42. Um 15 single leg squats like one, 15 single leg squats like two. Interesting that they said that there and didn't say it. And we don't know if they did that on purpose or if someone was just like, oh shit, I already p- pressed publish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like uh, three handsome pirouettes. Again, doesn't say handsome walk pirouettes, just says handsome pirouettes. And then you swap and like repeat basically. Um, and that's just one, once through 16 minutes. Um, like it's surely not going to take eight minutes. Prepared to do that, is it? It depends how many times you have to split the dumbbell bench press. Yeah, okay. Is it 10 each, do you think, or just 10 combined? No, so you go through, so female one does everything, and then male yeah, one does everything. No, one will go, as, as I read it, female one will go 400, 10, 15, 15, 3. The male one will do the same. Or maybe start the 400 when they get off the 400 or something. I don't think so. I think you no. do the full thing as a relay. So that's 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 how it ends up taking sixteen minutes then, or that's how the cap is at that. Okay. It's basically four minutes per segment. Yeah, which I think yeah. is like a pretty reasonable time cap. Where you'll have some teams that obviously go faster and will finish under the time cap, of course. But you'll have quite a lot of teams that don't finish under the time cap mm. I think because mm. of how heavy those bench press are, and then the scale of the pirouette depending on how, like, if that is like a significant distance between pirouettes even, that will obviously play a big factor. Like if you have to walk one meter between pirouettes or if you have to walk five plus meters, that's obviously going to big difference. Or if you're reading into the language as much as you are, that you have to do these three on the spot, different to how the individuals do it. I don't know. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> um, it is it is bizarre that they've said sprint like i find that really yeah. weird that they've said sprint it's like why would you not just say run and then it's up to Does the indicate that it's, there's a time cap on the run i don't know like yeah do you have to do the run in a certain amount of time like they did with jackie pro probably not like surely if you're, you're a, just, if you're if you're just want to try and describe the stimulus of the workout yeah. in the language 
But that's the well, thing. Like, unless you're an idiot, if everyone takes off sprinting, you're not going to be like, oh, I read that as a jog. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wonder whether, like, they're actually trying to lure you into a, I don't know, false thing here. Like, imagine if, let's say you are not efficient on handstand pirouettes, like, at all, and it's very hit and miss as to whether or not you'll make it round or whatever. And it, I think it will have to be a full loop completed for it to be... Like you can't just like basically walk in a little circle in the box and then try to keep walking back around the circle, if you get me. Like I think it's yeah. going to have to be an unbroken pirouette. If those are your most kind of problematic movements, full-on sprinting the first bit might not be the best way to approach that. But they might want you to approach that because in theory that's what you should be able to do. Yeah, but then yeah. the only way that, the only way they can encourage that is by having a a tie rick on it or a split yeah. on it or a cap or I something. I think when you see East Nashville do it this week, you'll see that everyone's pushing the, the run pretty hard. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I'll be I, very surprised. I'll be very surprised if the top teams are not sprinting. Yeah, no, I think they will. It's Especially when you get to lie down, like you you literally get to lie down <laughs> after the sprint. Yeah. So, part of me wishes it was fifteen. Uh, pistols, fifteen pistols, four hundred meter sprint, just for the that kind of water palooza. Like my legs aren't working, feeling well to a lesser extent, I suppose. Um, what about that? The fact that it's ten and then fifteen and fifteen and then ten. Like, why not just leave it at ten and fifteen? Like, is it is it enough of a difference to bother changing the work? I think the extra five uh, bench press makes a difference. I think okay. that. 10 is a push for a lot of people to go unbroken. And I think 15, there'll be very few that can go unbroken. Like even strong athletes, I think will struggle to do 15 unbroken. Hmm. Um, of course, there's always outliers that will, but the majority of the field I'm talking about. So I think those extra five bench press do make a difference. Hmm. I think that's the thing though. It only makes a difference on the bench press. I think it's kind of irrelevant on the squat. Yeah, it's probably just for it's for like whatever the, you call it. Say, on the website, I think it says unbroken, doesn't it? Or so on the website, it says I'm looking at the website. You're looking at the Instagram. That yeah. says single leg squats. This says unbroken single leg squats. Oh, that's nice and consistent. So does it then, say on? Un, does it say unbroken single leg squats leg one? Yes, that's weird. So, so what do you go back to zero if you stumble? Yeah. Oh, so if man. your leg touches the floor or you go Don't out the box, yeah. they basically had a box on the floor. So that's the thing. They might have a box on the floor for single leg squats, leg one, a box and then on the reuse floor it. For leg two, and then use it for the pirouettes. Mm. That's so interesting. Tell the team about that because we've been looking at the screenshots that we've done of Instagram. And I don't think we've talked about the fact that it has to be unbroken. I've just realized now that we're looking at this, that, it says it on the website unbroken. That's, so, that's interesting. That's a that, game changer. That shouldn't happen. Especially if you go back to zero. Like, like, you assume that you have to go back to zero. Yeah. Can you share your screen, uh, Phil, now? Oh, I think it's too late. It's just after 10 o'clock at night. I think that'd be a little bit much trying to figure <laughs> out that. At the, at the bottom, underneath where we are, does it say at the bottom, mute, stop cam, settings, share screen? It says present. Oh, present might have it. No. Uh, and then you can pick the window. If it does. If it's not, if it's too much hassle, it doesn't matter. 
but if it's a standard that it was at the games, basically, if you like, if you hop outside of the box, trying to, <laughs> if you hop outside of the box trying to save the rep, or if you if that foot touches the floor in any other in any way, um, it all resets. Yeah, so this that discrepancy between 15 single leg squats and 15 unbroken single leg squats has unraveled all of my confidence in the wording matters that I've had <laughs> to this point. I told you everything it was just mistakes. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just pulled out one thread and the whole Jenga tower came down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've just lost. Yeah, I've just basically retracted everything I said. Um, no, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Fuck's sake. What are we on? Four. Um, present, share screen. See, it's not that hard, Phil. Um, dum, 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 dum. Has, I had to do like a lot of tick boxes and stuff for, like, I don't know, it's yeah. a bicycle monitor. <laughs> five, uh, <laughs> so five rounds per time in your pairs, 10 or seven roll calories. Um, 10 each. 10 each synchro alternating dumbbell snatches. I don't understand how that. Why is each there? Clearer, yeah. <laughs> Ten each synchro alternating dumbbell snatches. You both do them. Like that's the only unnecessary language I could have had at the end there. Fifteen each. Twenty-four. Uh, that makes sense. To have the each there. Fifteen each. Twenty-four uh, inch box jumps. Like surely, if they're synchro, they're you're both doing. Them. That's moronic. Yeah. Again, all my confidence is shot now in the wording. Um, and then you go back second pair start when both pairs have competed around switch positions for the following round pair one will roll three times and ski two times and then pair two will ski three times and roll two times 15 minutes um why do you think of that one when i first read it i thought it was another interval workout but actually it's um everyone working all at the same time yeah that's how i just read it i so was like this is another pair. interval one okay it's a uh, so like one pair. You're both starting simultaneously one, one on two different. One. Okay, yeah. So the only rest you get is if you finish quicker than the, the other yeah. pair. Just you know, you get those few seconds. But I think that the rounds are pretty even. Mm-hmm. I think it's a hard. I think this is a hard workout. Like that's a lot of heavy dumbbell snatches, and I think especially for the boys, like when we've done a lot of dumbbell snatch stuff, it, it just does seem to be with the scaling that they've used, like with the, the 70 to 50, especially um, that the, the girls could just move a lot faster than the boys. And that, so I think this workout will be about, you know, your guys kind of keeping up and handling that 90 and 70, 70 pound dumbbell. Well, for, for a lot of reps. Yeah. It is a lot of machines on the floor as well. Mm. Like four, four per, oh yeah. Four per team. Yeah four per team and how many teams and like what's Europe's got how many teams are in Europe 60 40 40 I think so two heats of 20 teams 20 times 4 80 machines for the first time they'll probably look pretty clustered on the floor this one I would guess yeah um absolute chaos yeah um it's the that's going to be hectic and again it's another one that's hard to follow where you're kind of like because even, like, I confused myself reading the end bit. Like, pair one will row three times and, sk- and ski two times, and pair two will ski three times and row two times. I was like, what? And then I just yeah. pretended I knew what it meant and went back to the start. I mean, I do think that, like, obviously, one of the comments that you made earlier was, like, 
trying to get people to understand to follow the workouts you know like if you're someone that doesn't really watch crossfit and you want to watch crossfit for the first time and like actually get excited about it these workouts are confusing yeah like they're not simple workouts if you're trying to get by and let's say that the semis were on cnn or whatever like i don't feel like these are easy enough to follow that you would get people tuning in and staying with it for long enough to be like oh crossfit's great yeah I, i think you would be quite limited on what you if that is like you still have to have I think you have to have these kind of tests where that all athletes are working for they're oh, going to be working for quite a long period of time. It you know I'll, it's difficult to make that to have them all working on their own piece of equipment and not kind of have it a little bit messy. But um, like I would say that this is the case for a lot of the workouts, not just yeah. this one. Well. Yeah, I, I agree that it's it for the teams it is it's difficult with to i think for a lot of these obviously apart from like the when they're going like relays that's pretty easy to yeah. follow yeah but then the relays worms, you the know worm stuff is hopefully easy because they'll be able to advance the worm down the floor yeah. hopefully yeah but there's not uh, much that one's going to be a little bit yeah. tricky a bit of mess yeah there's only two um, worm stuff in it is yeah, it's only two, yeah. yeah and it's not high reps either relatively low i think that's a pretty common theme with a lot of positive stuff that it's not super high reps of stuff the european athlete look at that Woo-hoo. um all right test five one minute max rep cleans hmm <laughs> weight one lightest two minutes rest one minute rap max rep cleans weight two two minutes rest rest one minute. I'm getting tired now because I can't speak fluently. One minute rap. Fucking hell. One minute max rep cleans. Weight three. Heaviest. Um, How are you understanding this to work, Phil? Is it like one person is at each station yeah. and one person's waiting or are they all going together? I'm assuming that the girls or the guys are going to go through it in female, female, male, male pairs. As in like I do a clean, you do a clean. Well, no, I think like you have the minute, so the the female athletes share that minute yeah. how they want and get it, and they do as many reps as possible, and they get the rest, and they maybe go through the whole ladder, and then then the guys go. Um, again, it's a little bit of a gray area because it doesn't say that you're working in pairs, so maybe you're working individually, and you each have your own minute at the bar. That's what twenty. That's like twenty-eight minutes. I, although I guess the rest is the same in between, so you could have one person on each station, but then you have someone starting on the heaviest weight and going to the lightest weight. If you don't do twenty-eight minutes of a workout, which is long. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way to condense it would be to have like so you have a minute, you have a minute clock, a thirty-second rest, and then the next minute is the males going thirty yeah. seconds rest, and then the females will be going again. So that equals the two minutes of rest. Yeah, but you have people working during the resting time. That would be the way to condense the workout, but I'm not sure if that's that heavy bar is pretty heavy. It is heavy. It's very heavy. Yeah. Would you be expecting on that last workout on that last bar? Would you be expecting it to be like, say, if some 
plane crash happened and me and Phil were on a team together because everyone else was dead. Um, if we were doing it, would you do a clean and then I do a clean? Is that how you'd be expecting that to work on the last bar? I think that it just depends how strong you're like, okay. You can well, as, in, as in potentially that would be allowed example. to happen. Like are you using me and I as example? What you say? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say me and you, then, but yeah, Mia is far more likely to be on a team. I, I would probably be like, okay, Mia does two, I do one. Mia does okay, two, yeah. I do one. Because it's still a, li- a lower percentage of her max than it would be of mine. So yeah. you just got to utilize those strengths. But, you know, really it's about, it's much more about the first barbell than it is about the last barbell. Because if you are, like, there's going to be less reps that get done at the last barbell. Everyone will be able to lift the first yeah. barbell. So you have to go really hard on the first one to separate hard on the second one. And then if you are strong enough to lift the last one, you've already beaten half the teams because half the teams won't have. I think for the girls, I think there'll be a lot of teams that don't have two people that can lift the barbell. Hmm. I think that that a lot of the boys will be able to lift 315, but not many times one or two. Like they won't be able to rep it out, and then the top teams will still be able to so potentially yeah, even hit yeah. powers at that weight. But surely, like in my head, there's got to be some way that they are weighting the score for the reps at the heavier weight than they are for the reps at the lighter weight. Because yeah, you like, can just kill yourself on the like first that. bar and then stand there. I think it would be good if they said like for every rep that you do, you get a point on the first bar and the second bar is two points and the last bar is three points to make the emphasis yeah. on like, yeah. like rewarding people. But I guess I, I just, I can't see that it, I don't think anyone that can't lift the last barbell will somehow win the workout because they did so many at the first barbell. Because I don't know. It's still kind of heavy. It is kind of heavy, but it's like, it's heavy enough to be repeatable. So I'm not, I would not be able to lift that last barbell, but I can rep high percentages with fairly short rest. So I would be one of the people that would be like, I'll end myself on the first barbell. If the last one is exactly like, if it's one for yeah. one, I will end myself on the first barbell. Yeah. I just feel like there's got to be some kind of reward for getting a lift that's yeah. at that load, that last load. We're getting a few lifts. At, at I would load. like it that each athlete has to do it individually because then it allows for more separation as well and less tied scores. If it's the female sharing and the male sharing, then like there's going to be less, there's going to be more tied scores because of that, because there's less, like you can only work, you can only do so much in 60 seconds. Yeah, like there's only so much time available, so I would kind of like it if they each had all the time to themselves. Yeah, um, but I can't see it with it being a team event that they would do that. I think it will be split the time between like the males or between the females. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns there, really, isn't there? Mm. Um, all right, last one, last one, best one. Just need to remember how to speak. All right. So for time, 15 worm burpees, 15 worm squats. Women complete one seated legless rope climb each. Uh, men complete 10 strict chest to wall handstand push-ups each. 
then you switch you go again oh sorry fuck i read that wrong okay so you switch so that the men are now doing the rope climb and the women yeah. are now doing the handstand yeah okay i read it as you do the worm burpees squats the gymnastics then you switch for the next round but it's actually you directly switch okay yeah so the guys then do the the rope climbs the girls do the push-ups then you do the worm squats i think two so, yeah. and 15 then the guys do two and the women do 15 handstand push-ups strict handstand push-ups um then worm again then three rope climbs regular rope climbs then 20 handstand push-ups each um anyone not doing a seated legless rope climb at this level at semi-finals on a team yes pretty in harsh teams, yes. in, isn't it it's in pretty teams there'll be people in. who can't do a rep of that but you think that there won't be anyone in the individuals no, I, I don't think we argued whether it was going to be anyone that could do it individually. No, but I, I think that's going to be a massive sticking point as to whether people are comfortable doing that back to back. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think that there will be much more people in teams that struggle with that than individuals. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Would it would it not have been fairer to put that one last, like to uh, to lower the reps and up the skill on a movement where you could potentially have half the teams just sitting there stuck with like one girl sitting on the floor with her hands on the rope or one guy when it comes back i think i don't know i think it's fine to at this stage of competition semi-finals to start with the harder elements i don't think we have to be too nice that it's always like oh let's let everybody start the workout and they can go harder towards the end like hmm. sometimes it's hard from the start and this is to get to the games like people right now that are fully invested in this workout is to get to the, is get to the games and you need to be able to do these movements to get there that is what the test the test is this like this year so yes for a spec from a spectator point of view it's like you want to see your people advance as far through the workout as you can but sometimes it needs to be like okay this is this like you know when they put ring muscle-ups in the open it started with seven ring muscle-ups mm. it was just like that's we're going to start aggressive on this workout and some of you'll get your first muscle ups and some of you won't and i guess the thing of it being ring muscle ups is that like if you you know scale the workout there like you can't scale you can't be at semi-finals and be like oh, i'm just gonna do uh like normal rope climbs for these two so we can move on i just maybe i'm too soft but i just think on a t in a team workout where there's going to be people who are like maybe like just good enough for a team I just think it's really harsh putting that as the... Maybe. Or maybe they've just done five... Like, they've been able to do five workouts. And if they've just good enough to be a team, then this is probably, like, their ultimate goal was to get to semi-finals. Yes. Okay. Okay, and now you've got to do five workouts against the best athletes, share the floor with the best athletes in the, in the region. And now you've come up against something that is like, okay, now I'm not good enough for this yeah. test. And that's, that's why true. I was just good enough to get here. Because I'm mm. not good enough to finish the whole thing. So next year... I need to be good enough to finish the whole thing. Um, so you, you do a lot of, uh, you know, I like that. You do a lot of uh, programming for competitions and stuff um, and coaching as well. Um, how do you view, say, the the whole individual test and the whole team test? Are you like, yeah, everything's balanced. It's good. I like it. We're testing like power. We're testing strength. We're testing endurance. We're testing recovery. I like it. Or, or do you think there's any gaps I mean, balanced is like maybe not the best word because I think what a, a lot of people do is they 
they will criticize the semifinals because they're not the games. Mm-hmm. Like the the games is like supposed to like you can really say like was this like completely balanced, and like was the semifinals good enough to get the right people to the games? Mm-hmm. And I I think that these workouts are doing that. I think for the teams, I think the teams are, are the best teams will go through those workouts. I don't think that there will be teams that if you change the workouts around, I, maybe I would have liked to see the worm being used more in the team workouts. And that would be probably the one major factor that could really change up the leaderboard a little bit. Hmm. For the individuals, like I said, I think maybe in my opinion, it's miss it's, it's very biased towards heavier loading and higher skill with maybe is missing something a bit more traditional pain cave. If I don't really know how to explain it, but just a, a couplet or a triplet that is a little bit, it's hard enough so that it's appropriate for the semifinal level, but not so hard that it's like only the, the strongest people can really get the intensity yeah. out of it or only the best gymnasts will get the intensity out of it. Everybody can hit the intensity, but the best people still win the workout. And I think something, yeah, either a couplet or triplet, pretty classic movements, common movements, or one of the old school kind of chippers like that we had like the hundreds chipper 2013, the 50s chipper 2014, nothing in that was too aggressive in terms of loading or skill. Or even, yeah, there was quite a few throughout the years. Um, mm. Maybe the individuals are missing one workout like that, but it's also easier to say that before you see the competition than after you've seen the whole thing and you think, okay, that actually played out differently to how maybe I thought it would and it was really good test. Mm. Um, but yeah, you need to be, I think you need to be very strong to get to the CrossFit Games this year. What, uh, what do you think, Lucy? Look at this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> um, I think it's. It's an interesting one for me because, like these, I kind of said it at the start. These tests are like so different from anything that I have seen in CrossFit. And I know that when I was like listening to some of the other podcasts and stuff, they were saying actually, if you look at like really old school CrossFit.com programming, um, they had some of the movements that are in this, but like. I've only been doing CrossFit since 2018. So I kind of only have seen what some of the new, like the 2018 regionals was kind of the first time that I ever like actively watched a CrossFit competition. And these just don't feel like any of those at all. Even though I know that some people have kind of been saying that they do mirror in some ways. Um, But I, for what I have, quote unquote grown up with seeing as being CrossFit this doesn't look like that and I'm sure like some proper like old school CrossFit fans will tell me that that's complete rubbish but like I've only been here this is my fifth year in it and it's and it kind of reflects the fact that like every other every competitive season that I've seen so far has been different as well Mm. and this is kind of like that that this is going back past what I've sort of experienced CrossFit as being and like 
as I said, there's no classic CrossFit 2159 style workout in there. Like, and yeah, I guess there isn't any real pain cave workout. And I think as well, when I sort of, I obviously didn't do any of the quarterfinals tests, but I did speak to a lot of people that did them and they were kind of like, there wasn't really anyone that was full, like end yourself type gassy. Like the masters kind of had that with the, the row calorie thruster workout that was ascending or descending reps. I can't remember. Um, but there was nothing like that. That was like, right. I just kind of go from start to finish and I end on the floor. Um, so I think I kind of agree with Phil there that that would be something that I would like to see. And that is something that I personally in a very strange way would enjoy doing. Like, I know that that's the kind of workout that I would look at and be like, that's going to be horrendous. Like mm. I can't wait type thing. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be good to watch, but yeah. Um, I think I'm going to ask a question that everybody wants to know the answer to. Um, and that is, is that monkey behind you a functioning lamp, Lucy? Oh, it is, but I... Hang on. I don't know whether it's actually plugged in. Oh, it's not plugged in because my laptop's oh, on charge. That's Sorry, just... It is a functioning lamp. Like, the best lamp I think I've ever seen. <laughs> turning on. Um, okay, so we've got... Um, who have we got? North America East and Africa this weekend. No, next weekend. That's the first up. Then we've got west giving the americans a nice break before the games we've got west um and copasaur after that torian week two right oh yeah torian torian copasaur and um pasadena and then asia and europe at the end then um so i actually i put up a post earlier on saying that we're so i'm doing um like a kind of a global tour uh, so you guys are on today. I had Keelan Henry on last night from Africa. I have uh, Kat Van Ziel on from Oceania on Tuesday, and Emma McQuaid and Sam Briggs are coming on as well on Tuesday. And then um, fuck Dave Sharenke on Thursday for Europe. Then I've got Leo Franco. Annika Greer is coming on this Sunday for East. Leo Franco is coming on for West. Um, and I made a South American friend, so I didn't have a South American friend when I put up the post. But um, Victoria Campos is coming on uh, for South America. And then, um, fuck, I have two more and I can't remember Yonkowski. where I stopped. Yeah, Janikowski is doing it. And Jen um, Weir is doing it. And I'm trying to work on one or two more Europeans as well. Um, but yeah, no, we're going. So we're actually hitting all the semifinals. So I actually have a, I have a calendar. And it's like... There's just too much, too many days are booked up. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's all a bit of crack, isn't it? Um, so yeah, the the sorry, step one. No one goes to semifinals in North America. CrossFit takes over the semifinals. CrossFit, not the organization, has to pay for the whole thing. They prioritize the people that buy the tickets and go. Also, they're talking about. Halpin's talking about not displaying the two workouts. Not live streaming the two workouts. They're mm. arguing about that. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, also, yeah. Also, step one. Oh, um, yeah, they give um, 
they give the American athletes extra rest compared to the rest. Why didn't they put one of the American ones on the last week? That's what I want to know. Am I joking? Um, but kind of. Thanks uh, for coming on, uh, Phil and Lucy. I said I was going to go for a half an hour run, and it's half nine. And I also said, funnily, I don't think this was. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that the camera. I don't think we were live when I said it. But Phil was like, "What? Like, how much depth are we going into?" I've seen those other guys do like two hour shows, and I don't think. And I was like, "Ah, no, we're not going to talk about this for two hours." And we're on to one hour fifty four minutes. Um, so I appreciate it, uh, Phil. This is like you know late. I know how precious sleep is, especially when you've got kids and stuff. Um, but thank you for coming on and sharing your insights, and Lucy as well. Uh, all the best for your recovery. We'll see you in Berlin. Yeah. Thank you for your uh, insights there. It's been great. Thanks to everyone uh, watching and commenting and stuff as well. Um, uh, what day is today? Friday, Sunday, Annika Greer, 3 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. GMT or whatever you call it now. Brit International Standard Time or in I don't know what time you call it. Anyway, thank you. All the best. Goodbye, everyone. Um, goodbye. Thank you.